Hey, good morning, my friends. Skip here. The next episode of Finding Meaning. I have lost track of how many episodes I have produced. Uh, I am striving for one a day if I can find the time. It is a Saturday morning in mid-October, 7.30. Uh, cold outside. We have finally made that jump from summertime to fall, uh, and I live in central, south central Iowa, and so those, those weather changes are extreme. Uh, when it gets cold, it gets cold. When it gets hot, it gets hot. There are colder and hotter places, but we got it all within 12 months here. So I am sitting here with my, uh, my dog, Chance, and our cat, Shadow, and uh, ready to start my Saturday. Kind of a, a sort of busy Saturday. I have, I have a midterm exam I need to study for. I am writing my senior thesis for college. Uh, I have to play guitar for an event that my wife is holding uh, this afternoon. So there's just a lot going on. Uh, because, you know, you got to live life, right? And you have to navigate life. And that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about navigating other other people, navigating life, navigating, uh, just navigating through what it means to be on a spiritual journey. Uh, because it it is not that easy. Uh, you know, it, it's one thing to say that, that the things external to you are teaching you something. It's another thing to sort of live through them, uh, to understand them. And, and I think, well, let me, let me try to explain what I mean by navigating. And then I'll explain or try to uh, help us understand, help myself and, and you, uh, the difficulty thereof. So when I'm talking about navigating life, I'm talking about living life. I'm talking about, uh, first and foremost, your spiritual journey, uh, your quest to authenticity, your quest to who you really are. Uh, I don't think there's anything more important that a human can do than be on that quest, to be on that journey. Uh, matter of fact, I think that it is very much the reason we even exist <clears throat> is to be on that journey of maturation, that journey of maturing, that journey of becoming. Uh, we are part of a great and vast creation. And uh, to find our place in that, to navigate through that, to to be a part of that is is really the point. However, we do not navigate that. We do not proceed through this life alone. We just don't. I, I, I hope you're not proceeding through it alone. Excuse me when I take a drink. Uh, even if you are single and live on your own, you still deal with people. You 
might have family or you might have no family, but you have to go to work or you have to uh, turn on the TV or turn on your social media or whatever it may be or whatever place you may be at, you still navigate life. And I use the word navigate very specifically, and I want to tell you why. We are either engaging life or life is engaging us. And if life is engaging us, if, if we don't explore its meaning, if we don't uh, wrestle with the questions, if we don't uh, try to seek deeper understanding, then life dictates to us. Uh, and we become at really the whim of happenstance or, or circumstance. Uh, <clears throat> and that's the way a lot of people live, that uh, life will dictate to you its terms. There's no question. You and I are not bigger. No one's bigger than, than life, right? Or you can choose to engage life to try to give it purpose, meaning, a more depth, a wider understanding. And at that point, you then have some say. Now, life is going to happen no matter what, right? We're going to, accidents will happen. Uh, people exercise free will. Uh, you know, hurricanes, earthquakes, uh, illness. Stuff happens. But if we give it a deeper context, if we use those things to deepen ourselves, then I think life takes on uh, a greater meaning. Then you begin to find meaning. Let's not, let's not get away from our title here. Uh, that might be the very uh, first sort of way in which we do find meaning is to is to try to find it in deeper more richer ways in life so when i say navigate i mean understanding trying to understand how others, how life, how the circumstances of life are trying to teach you something, trying to deepen your meaning, trying to offer you understanding. And so I'm convinced that the further down the spiritual path you get, the more you look at life through that lens, the more you look at life through the lens of of your own behavior, of others' behavior, of uh, what the universe is trying to teach you, who the universe is trying to teach you to be. Now, the challenge with that, when you look at things from that depth, <clears throat> is that you really have to be careful of your ego. You have to be careful of how much of your old programming you place into that how much of the false reality the matrix if you will the 
the the old tapes that we've learned uh, impinge upon that process. And here's why. Uh, because you're making a big turn from everything being about you to everything being about everything. That's the big spiritual leap here. The big turn from your ego-centric uh, way you've been taught, I've been taught, the way we've been taught, to view life from an egocentric, a self-centered uh, point of view to an all-centered <laughs> point of view to where uh, there are barriers broke down between you and uh, the rest of everything is that your ego, the way you've learned, will not want to go quietly. And it's not that it has its own being and its own entity. You're not, you know, possessed by something else. <clears throat> You're just unlearning and relearning at the same time. And that is a difficult process that most people refuse to go through. Personally, I think when Jesus talks about the narrow path, he's not talking about what you believe. He's talking about what you're becoming. That's my view. When Jesus will say, you know, the path is narrow and very few people travel it. Uh, I hear that as a metaphor of uh, how difficult it can be to really let go of uh, a uh, myopic, self-centered view of the world. You know, and that's what we're taught. We're, we're taught to be that way so we survive, right? We're taught to give ourselves this hyper sense of purpose and meaning and self so we can survive childhood. Right? How many people would have survived high school if you wouldn't have had some sort of over-aggrandized sense of, of purpose? Uh, and, and, you know, as Richard Orwell Rohr will say, those things are important, but when it's time to let them go, it's time to let them go. And my sense is if you're hearing this podcast, you're at the point where you are in that transition, that we are moving from uh, what can the world do for me, what can other people do for me, to who am I in this, and what can I do? And navigating that transition is not a simple task. It is not. And here is why. Because there are so few resources to help you navigate it, to help us navigate it. <clears throat> we have put layer upon layer of false belief on top of the things that can help us. <clears throat> That's why I'm, I, I believe <laughs> that things like really good transformational therapy, counseling, are probably uh, more spiritual than, well, I know they're more spiritual if they're done right, than institutional religion. Because what we're really about is transformation. What our old tapes teach us, what our old way of being teaches us, is self-preservation. And so we are in the space between those things. Transformation, on one hand, 
is the narrow path. Self-preservation is the wide path. And we are called to, to travel the road less traveled, to borrow the uh, title of a book from uh, Scott Peck way back in the day. Uh, the road less traveled is, is the road of transformation. It's the road of understanding that uh, everything in your life is teaching you something. The bad stuff, the good stuff, uh, all of it, all the sensory data that's going in is trying to help you facilitate transformation. But because we're not aware of that, because we don't get rid of our sort of hyper narcissistic way of being, we don't see it. And many, 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 many people travel through this life never experiencing any level of transformation or at least not recognizing that it is spiritual transformation. And so that's just where I'm at today. I, you know, it's, it's hard not to take everything personal because that's what we've been taught. Every criticism, every uh, dirty look, every uh, whispered comment, every... Uh, it, it's hard not to say to oneself, oh my gosh, you know, what's wrong with me? Uh, I think a better way to look at it is, you know, what am I learning? Why, why do I think the way I think? Why do I act the way I act? Why am I who I am? And where do I go next? And you keep asking and you keep asking and you keep working because that's the reason we're here. It's the reason for this existence. Unfortunately, uh, a lot of people believe the reason for their existence is to find a, a, a shelter, a settled way so that they can get through life with some comfort. And I'll tell you, man, uh, that temptation is there for me too. But here I am uh, at uh, 7.41 on a Saturday morning trying to work that out. And I hope by listening to this, you, uh, I hope this has helped you in some way to navigate that very narrow path of authentic, real spirituality. Uh, ultimately, where it's going to lead, I believe, <clears throat> is to a point where we think from a selflessness place and not a selfishness place. And that's the journey we're on. Take care, my friends. Uh, I thank you for your time. Have a fantastic day.